going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Red Gold Standard Podcast. My name is Zach Fernandez, and as always, I am with my co-host, Matt Wellen. Matt, how you doing tonight? I'm good, Zach. You're a little delayed there, but we'll work through it. <laughs> of course. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, biggest news, obviously, since we last recorded, Matt, Chrisky Tart is returning to the 49ers on a one-year deal. I know I, for a certain, thought that he had priced himself out of the 49ers price range. Were you surprised they were able to retain him? No, I think the market for him was slow. So he's coming up on his age 30 season, I believe. Um, he had an offseason surgery. And I just think that with, uh, you know, the, the lack of um, – just the lack of cap space that's around the league, like the top, top guys got paid. Obviously, we saw it with Trent Williams. Um, Kenny Galladay got a huge contract from the Giants, um, some others. But for those mid-tier guys like Dukowski Tart, he was going to end up, you know, being underserved. And I think that's why they got a lot of their guys back, just because, you know, the cap is going to go back up after all this, uh, you know, all the COVID stuff. And so, yeah, it, it, to me, it's just it, it made sense for him to go back to a place that he knew. If he wasn't going to get the compensation on the open market, why not come home? Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I was a little also surprised that he – took a one-year deal. I thought that he was, you know, looking to get a long-term deal done elsewhere. Um, Mike, like I said, not the 49ers could afford, but he took kind of a prove-it year, a prove-it deal, excuse me, with the 49ers. And I think he'll be able to, you know, live up to live up to par and, and play well for the team. Um, on the other end, also, not on the other hand, on the other hand, they were also able to retain Kwan Williams, which was a huge shock to me, especially. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's going to be a similar situation. I think a lot of their guys were able to come back because there just wasn't a market. Um, someone had said that, you know, K-1 was potentially a guy that was going to go to the Jets. I think we all thought that. And that turned out not to be a reality. Um, for me, it turned into, looks like we've lost Zach's camera there for a second. But uh, to me, it looks like really what happened was the market wasn't there. Um, and so these guys came back and you know, the 49ers were able to maneuver and say, hey, why don't you come on home? I know that it, particularly in K1 Williams' case, there was some recruiting going on. So, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully they can figure that out um, in terms of what, what's going to happen next year because one of the things that's going to happen is with these corners is that we're going to have to do the same exact thing next year. So uh, it's, it's good for this year, and if they can get something done, it looks like they're on the right track. Um, now they go into the draft with a lot of momentum, um, not as many holes as we thought they were going to have, and you know they have nine picks to try to build this roster back into a contender. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and you know, as far as the you know people trying to get him on, uh, Jason Barrett recently commented on RSF Niners post saying, you know, let me let me talk to K1, see what I can do about this, and then hey, the contract was kind of announced. So that was that was pretty cool. Who knows how much of a part he actually had in it, but that is cool to see. Um, seems like the guys are liking the environment, the culture the 49ers are cultivating here in the, in, in the Bay Area. And so much that they're, they're wanting to stay. They're wanting to bring their other guys, teammates, brothers back. Um, in the comment here, you know, Kerry Hyder, that wouldn't kind of hurt. He went to Seattle of all places. It seems like they always sign former 49ers. Was that expected for you? Um, I don't know. I, I'm of two minds about this. I One... Good job, Kerry Hyder, for getting all that money, too. I don't think that that's going to be good for his career long term. Uh, I think a lot of it was coaching, had a lot to do with, you know, 
why he was good and why he had the breakout season. I don't know, man. Uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's it, it sucks to see a guy go to a to a a rival, and you want the player to do well, but you kind of I don't know. On the other hand, it's kind of like I I hope he kind of stinks for them because I don't want him to do damage against you know the Forty ers So it's going to be you know one of a couple things that we're looking at. But I I think he got a little bit too much much for the 49ers taste and that's why he ended up leaving a lot of these guys came back on these one-year deals and of course you know he gets the i think it was a three-year deal so a little bit too much for the 49ers considering what they wanted to pay yeah i was shocked by by the price tag um that that came with him for for the seahawks good for him though he balled out here he definitely nothing the 49ers were going to be able to afford at least when it came to matching that contract um, which the best of luck, except for two games out of the year. Looks like I lost Matt there. Um, but yeah, as far as Kerry Hyder, I, I think that the Seahawks overpaid a bit. There's Matt. I had a, I had a bad button, guys. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We're live. Um, and, and yeah, you know, there's just a lot of moving pieces. I think the 49ers, though, the last video we did, we graded their free agency period, and I think we both gave them about a B. They've been solid so far, and I was really shocked in a, in a positive way that they were able to retain Trent Williams, Kwan Williams, Jason Barrett. You know, it's just like wow. I really wasn't expecting them to be able to retain the three big pieces. Yeah, uh, you know, we we all thought that some of these guys were leaving, right? Some of these guys were gonna for sure be gone. Um, Trent Williams was the one guy that I thought was going to be gone. But in all of the situations, the critical free agent, they were able to get back. For me, you know, it's a lot of people are like, well, now should we go out and get Sherm? I don't think so. I think his time has passed. Um, I think we need to move on at least from from Richard Sherman. Uh, I think he's figured out that the market's not going to be what he wants. But at this point, he's a player that's clearly on the decline. So I don't want to bring him back. Uh, Time to get some young blood in there. It's time. I mean. We saw a bunch of workouts today from the cornerbacks that looked really awesome. Uh, Sertan looked really good. J.C. Horn looks like a freak athlete. There are going to be some guys that, you know, the 49ers can potentially pick up in round one if they decide to go that route. Um, notwithstanding, if they get one of the cornerback or quarterbacks to them, excuse me, uh, I think they're going to go corner with that first pick because they addressed a lot of the other things. You know, Alex Matt came in and signed. That kind of shores up the center position. And I don't really know if you can draft – one of these guards at 12 and have it really be worth it in, in that range. So corner makes sense to me. They're going to have to rotate some new talent and considering that a lot of these guys resigned on one year deals. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, not only are these guys on one year deals, but I'm pretty sure that Jimmy Ward's contract is up next time uh, next season too. So that's another name you got to add on the list. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not surprising to me that they were able to retain so many guys. I think in a depressed market, I really was looking at the top guys getting absolutely top dollar like they always do, but that those next tier of guys that were always going to get short shrift considering the lowering of the salary cap. They're taking a one-year prove-it deal to themselves um, to get back out on the open market when the cap does go back off, go back up. Yeah, great, great breakdown. Um, you know, I, I was a little, I don't know, I don't want to say shocked, but the, the amount of players able to retain, and I know we've talked about this, and, and we were just talking about it, but they've done spectacular. I'm a little honest with you. I, I thought it was going to be kind of a, 
I don't know, mundane offseason with as little cap space as they had. Renegotiating Trent, uh, excuse me, D Ford's contract was huge. That that opened up a lot of room for them to work with. Um, what does it say to you how they're approaching the Jimmy Garoppolo situation to where they're not doing anything and they're just standing pat? I don't know what they're doing with him. Um, it just it makes me think that something's up. You know, they they had their name attached to Gardner Minshew today, which is really weird because I don't think that guy's a starting quarterback. I know they were looking at Joe Flacco, but elite Joe Flacco went elsewhere. So he can go sit behind Hertz and Philly. I don't know. It makes me think that something's up, though. I do think that there's potential that they could move up in the draft to get a, one of these quarterbacks. I know a lot of people have quarterbacks going one through four mocked. That's never happened in NFL history, and I don't think that's going to happen here. Um, yeah, it's just – it's really puzzling that you keep Jimmy on this same contract – unless you want, again, that out to be always in your back pocket, you know? Um, yeah. What they're doing with quarterback situation, only Lynch and Shanahan know, because I'm pretty puzzled, but it seems to me, maybe, maybe they're going to let it rock again with Jimmy. I mean, it really does seem like that. And yeah, as far as the Gardner Minshew, there was a report from uh, ESPN's Jeremy Tyler that the 49ers, it, it seemed like it was kind of like two different stories that he kind of placed together. The 49ers reaching out for quarterbacks, Gardner Minshew available. Perhaps he was re- they're reaching out for Gardner Minshew. Obviously, they would be acquiring in a backup role. I can't imagine they would be <laughs> trying to trade for him to take over the starting gig. Um should they even consider this? In my opinion is why the hell would you waste picks, valuable picks on a guy like Gardner Minshew when you have Josh Rosen on the bench already? Yeah. I listen that place with the four little letters ESPN. I don't really trust anything they say. They don't make any sense. Um, Kuiper and McShay have had trash mock drafts this year, just like they've had trash mock drafts before. I don't want to talk bad about the one sect of guys that actually still seems to, enjoy what they're doing and that's the college game day guys but i just don't i don't know how in tune jeremy fowler is especially with a random situation like the jacksonville jaguars um i think that maybe you know gardner Minshew's agents just putting feelers out there like he's wanted that way they can drum up um you know potential because i don't think you give up a pick for gardner Minshew unless it's like a sixth round pick and if you're doing that um, you know, what are you doing with Jimmy? Unless you think you could recoup that pick by drafting a rookie and, and, you know, moving on. I don't think that you trade draft capital for Gardner Minshew. If you, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. That makes me think if they do do this deal, I'll tell you this right now. It makes me think they'll stick with Jimmy because they want somebody who's not complete garbage in case Jimmy gets hurt. So if they do pull off this move, it speaks to me saying, Oh, it could be Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, coming back interesting um yeah i i just don't see the point in it honestly i really don't see why they would give up like i said valuable picks if they want a guy who's a solid backup might be reliable health wise josh rosen is right there like i said and look jacksonville just signed cj <laughs> if they're telling you that yeah. cj they feel is better than gardner Minshew, i mean come on what more evidence do you need well, I think, yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah, it's really weird. It, it does make them think like they're going to move off of Gardner Minshew, even though it would be nice to have a guy who knows the system to kind of groom Trevor Lawrence. I guess he doesn't know Urban Meyer's system, but, you know, a pro. I don't know what's happening. 
All I yeah. know is that the quarterback situation is very uh, frustrating for fans at this point. Yeah. Um, and I want to address uh, Steve put in the chat. I said Ward signed a two-year deal. He did sign a three-year deal. Um, his cap number is going to be eleven point five million next year, though they have a potential out, so I would expect them to uh, uh, exercise that. So I don't think Ward will be back. Not at eleven point five million dollars. Yeah. Um, also, some other 49ers news. Tevin Coleman, Tico Raw, your favorite running back. Tico Nah. Tico Nah, Tico bro. Nah signed nah. with the Jets. Yeah. Salah's got his, his number one back, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If you would have told me before this whole thing started, um, as soon as Salah got hired, that the only 49er that he would have been able to sign was Tevin Coleman. I would have thought you were crazy, but lo and behold, here we are. And it kind of, I don't want to say it's a, an indictment on Salah because I think it's more an indictment on the jets, but for him to not get like one guy over there, like yikes, dude. Yeah. That's uh. That was going to be my next question. And and like you said, nothing personal against Sala, but you have all these players. You just became a head coach. They're familiar with you. They're familiar with your system. They just had the best, you know, some of them like Kerry Harder had the best season of their career. You are the head coach of the Jets who have a ton of cap space and you signed Tico Raw. Tico Raw, as you said, of all of them. It is a little perplexing. I'm not going to lie. Is there something there? Do they not have faith in Sala, or do they just think the Jets are a trash organization and and want to go elsewhere? I think it's part. I don't want to say they think that the Jets are a trash organization. What I really think is happening is that Sala, being a first time head coach, does not have the leeway that everybody assumes that he does to just sign these players. Joe Douglas is running the show. And I don't think that Joe Douglas is putting out the kind of money that some of these guys would want um, to be able to, you know, go somewhere else. It's really telling to me that some of these guys that ended up re-signing with the 49ers on the one-year deals like Kwan and, you know, Jason Verrett and uh, Jaquaski Tart. And, I mean, Richard Sherman's still out there. Guys that you think, they know Salah. They worked in his system. They worked with him every day. Um, if they were going to take a discount anywhere, it would probably be to the Jets, right? If it wasn't San Francisco, but they end up coming back to San Francisco, even though they're going to be under a new defensive coordinator. And D'Amico Ryan's does have uh, experience under Robert Sala's system, but it, I don't know. It, it's I think it speaks more to Joe Douglas being a penny pincher and really not allowing Sala to have the leeway. You know, we go back to the old beer, Bill Parcells quote. You know, if I'm cooking the dinner, at least let me shop for some of the groceries and. Right now, I think that Joe Douglas is giving him top ramen and asking him to make filet mignon, and that's that's been a problem with the Jets. It's just not being able to um, really go after talent that – so what they'll do is they'll do these splash deals, right, like they did for Le'Veon Bell, but they won't do these good to really good players that make up starting – you know, that make up rosters everywhere that you really need these, you know – go and get them grinder type dudes and they want to go for the splash, uh, the splash signing. And it just doesn't work. They, they're left with too many holes in their roster. And now Joe Douglas is sitting there being cheap. I would this actually tells me that maybe they don't even go quarterback in the draft. Like they just wow. let it rock with, with Sam Darnold, you know, like what, I don't understand what they're doing. 
over there in New York. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I don't like what I don't like what they've done. I think this offseason has been an absolute failure for the Jets front office. And I think it's putting Robert Saul in a really tough start going into his first NFL season as a head coach. That's tough. I mean, imagine keeping Sam Darnold, passing up on the likes of Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, whatever quarterback you, you know, insert quarterback two in the draft here, that's who everybody's expecting them to take. And maybe they'll pass them all up and take a, you know, wide receiver or something for Sam Darnold. Who who knows? But I could also, you know what, Melissa was about to say what I was just going to say too. Maybe they were just like, nah, we don't want to go to that field where everybody got hurt too. That's a good point. Yeah. No, good job, Melissa. You just beat me to it while I was drinking my water. Son of son of a gun. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, I have you all here. We I tried playing a video last episode. Turns out there was no audio. Um, so I'm going to play it again. It's our giveaway that we got going on. Uh, up until a week before the draft, if you feel you know the draft, send in your mock drafts. If you get any 49ers picks right, you'll win some free gear. The more correct you are, for example, say round three, pick, you know, whatever. If you get that pick specifically right, we'll send you an autographed 49ers jersey. So without further ado, here is the teaser video. Do you think you could be an NFL general manager? How well do you know the NFL draft? Submit your picks to 49ers Hive, and if you get one correct, you could win some new gear. More details to follow. Must be following 49ers Hive to enter. Bro, yeah. That dude has a deep old voice. Yeah. I love it, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, Coach Timo is asking in the, in the comments, where can you email him? I'm going to put my email, Zach at 49ershive.com. Um, email them, DM them to us, however you want to give them to us. And only one. You can only do one mock, um, whatever you want, however you want to do it. But that's it for now. Um, and if we get any more options, <laughs> we'll get them in for now. That's that's the rules. So we're trying to have a little fun with it. Everybody loves the draft. Let's try. To, we're trying to make it interactive and fun. And we'll probably be doing our what was it last time? Four hours for round one live show. Yeah, we're gonna be live during the draft. That was super fun. That was a real fun night. Um, Let's see how drunk I can get before the end of it. <laughs> especially if they go if they go edge i'm getting ripped guys yeah that's gonna be <laughs> that was our first uh that was our first video as a youtube channel so if all of you guys want to have a nice laugh you can go and check oh, out man. our first ever stream and uh Indeed. yeah all of our reactions when they took javon kinlaw and we all thought they were going to take a cd lamb or jerry judy whoever receiver we wanted you know, that actually what's funny about that is uh, Judy's got to figure out his hand situation because he looks like he's got some of the dropsies right now. Yeah, so we'll figure out what happens with him. Yep. And yeah, we're going live for the draft. We will be here. Come check us out. Subscribe to the mm-hmm. channel if you haven't already. Um, but Matt, I just want to go over. David Lombardi tweeted out the 49ers who have been extremely active over the past 12 days. Um, re-signed Emmanuel Mosley, re-signed mm-hmm. Juice re-signed Jason mm-hmm. Barrett, restructured uh, D Ford's deal, re-signed, or they signed Samson Ebicom, re-signed Trent Williams, signed Alex Mack, re-signed DJ Jones, uh, signed Sherfield, re-signed 
Dante Johnson, signed Taven Wilson, re-signed Chris Tart, signed Zach Kerr, uh, re-signed Jordan Willis, and re-signed Kwan Williams. Were you expecting this much activity from them? I mean, they they did a good job signing the people that they needed to sign. So, um, you know, the, like all the rest of these guys are really depth guys or guys that they don't have a problem letting go. They did they did a great job of retaining the guys that they think they needed to get, you know. So now from here, it's just what do they do to address the issues that they have on the on the offensive line still, particularly the guard situations. Um, what do they do with the corner position, which would need to be addressed? So they did exactly what they needed to do, probably better than most of what we thought they were going to do. So definitely, uh, definitely, if they can figure out the quarterback situation, I know Bob Money wants them to do that. But uh, yeah, if they can do that, then they'll be in a good shot to compete. Definitely, though, I listen. Shout outs to our boys, but the 49ers are not the worst team in the division. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't think so at all. Um, and uh, Coach Timo Comedy, you're inviting us to roast Matt. <laughs> yeah, roast us all. It was Do a it. fun. It was a fun show. First one ever. Do it. Um, yeah, I I was surprised. Like I said to start the show, just because I didn't think they were going to be able to do much, and they had. We talked about it. Seemed like the whole back end of 2020 of the season, just because of how crappy the year was. Forty mm-hmm. pending free agents and. They brought back just about every important one, so yeah, that was really good. And I was, I'm actually really impressed how they how they've gone about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Solomon Thomas left, but I forgot about him until I just thought about it a little bit right now. Like the guys that left, you're just like, it's whatever. Even Richard Sherman, in a lot yeah. of degrees, is just like, well, he's aging. Like, what is he? I'm not really I, worried about Richard Sherman leaving at this point. I love the guys. Don't get me wrong, as people, but. I said important yeah. players. I made that distinction. Right. So on right. the field, their contributions will not be missed much with all due respect. Um, they already weren't playing much as it was. I mean, especially this last season when everybody got injured and everybody else had to fill in. They were solid. They were solid. Defense. Yeah. And I'm about the I'm about the you know, the logo, the team more than the players. Exactly. All right. All right, Bob Money. You can't really say that though. Because when Jimmy played a full season, they went to the Super Bowl. Like Jimmy wins. So, and, and you yep. can say whatever you want about like wanting them to improve, but Jimmy Garoppolo is not a shit quarterback. He's just an average quarterback. Yep. Uh, we have a question here. Maybe we can get the Jets first round pick, add another Wilson to our roster. It would save the Jets some money. He's obviously talking about Zach Wilson. That would be a pretty pricey move for the 49ers to go all the way up to two. It would be. I don't think they're going to go to two. I think if anything, Atlanta at four is the place to look. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I don't think I don't think Miami's definitely not going quarterback at three. You just can't do two top five quarterbacks in a row. That's crazy. And and, and that's what I was going to say is that you've been pretty, uh, you know, focused and, and saying you know look, it's never happened. Four quarterbacks have never been the top first four picks ever. So I doubt this is going to be the first year for that to happen. Yeah. And and again, if they're able to move up and draft a quarterback, then they can flip Jimmy to New England, like, real quick. Real quick. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, New England wants him. And the way that they structured Cam Newton's contract is that in it's very incentive-based on him playing. So if they got somebody that they liked better, they wouldn't play him. 
Yep. So, um, Coach Timo said, uh, I'm not surprised at all. I think they did what they needed to do before the draft. Perfect execution. Yeah. Hopefully they get their needs met in the draft as well. My money is on them to do so. This, Absolutely. They got they got nine picks to do it. Yeah, and we talked about this the last episode as well. They're basically free to address whatever position they want to address now because they, they locked yep. up a lot of their key needs as far as free agency. I mean, they're one of the few teams that has few holes. Like, if you can address a quarterback and improve that, that's fine. But Bob Money, Bob Money can be in here all he wants talking about how Jimmy Garoppolo is a shit QB. That's not true. So – not even going to address that anymore, but you know, if you, if you get the interior offensive line, if you can improve at quarterback, fine, do it. If you do the cornerback and, you know, get another guy in here, um, supplement the linebacking core, maybe draft again, a third or fourth wide receiver, particularly since we don't know about Jalen Hurd. Um, yeah, that like, they, they're going to be real good. They're going to be real good going into the yeah. season they're gonna be one of the few teams that only has they're one of the few teams that has only a few holes on the roster yep. so you know there's very few teams that are built up that well so if they can stay healthy they're gonna be a playoff team you know it actually reminds me of when uh jimmy tours acl and they were able to get nick bosa two overall mm-hmm. they were a solid team and it seemed like for some reason everybody forgot that they were a solid team the year before that and they had a lot of momentum a lot of potential that was untapped. Well, sure enough, they added Nick Bosa. They go to the Super Bowl the following year. Yep. Uh, it's it's kind of got that same feeling. Obviously, I'm not as high, and I don't think anybody is on Jimmy um, as they were back then. But still, no, the team whole-wise is rather filled. I mean, the positions, the key positions are filled. You got a lot of guys locked up for a good amount of time. Trent Williams was a huge piece that they filled. Um, the next one, obviously, is Fred Warner. And we saw our, our boy Mike from Nothing But Niners was yep. basically speculating, insinuating that maybe they're looking to move Fred Warner. Do you think there's any no. truth to that? <laughs> no. No. It's just depth, man. Like, what what do they have? So outside of Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner and Aziz Alshair, can you name anybody they have under contract at linebacker? That There's a depth issue at linebacker. So if you can get a guy – that kit you can plug in and stay healthy and make tackles, then you do that. Like it's not, it's not rocket science. You need to, you need to really, uh, you know, fill your spots with guys that again, is this guy, I I can't, I don't even remember his name, but is he going to be prohibitively expensive? No, right now they're looking at signing guys that'll be able to be in camp, make some plays if you need them to, and not be a detriment because you don't want to get guys who have been, you know, working in, real estate or you know at the grocery store as everybody likes to say with with kurt warner back in the day you don't want them pulling guys off of the garbage heap in the middle of the season because they didn't hedge their bets on depth so they have enough cap space thanks to those restructures and by the way the the d ford restructure was a lot more than i thought it was oh yeah um so yeah i mean if, if you if you can sign depth quality depth guys who can stay healthy why wouldn't you do it i mean warner Listen, worst case scenario, you can you can franchise tag Warner and work on it, at, you know, work on an extension when you're waiting for the new cap numbers to come back up. Like, that's not really a big deal. Also, if they don't spend all of their money, this free agency, it's still going to roll over to next year. So they can use that to re-sign him. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're going to get it done with Warner, I believe. So, yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Going into some of these comments, 49ers Vic, how is Jalen Hurts' condition? 
no update as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, you're going to expect it to be like the other guys. Um, I think he has a three week jump on the other 49ers that tore their ACLs this year. So, I mean, hopefully he can get back out there, but you never know. I just think it's, it's really unfortunate because it just seems he's been snake bit, you know, yep. um, we all saw, I think the worst part is we all saw him have those, that awesome preseason game against Dallas that really just hyped up Jalen Hurd. So, you know, it, it's kind of been a painful wait and watch for him. But if he doesn't get it together this year, I don't think he ever will. And they're going to have to get him out of here. Yep. So, I mean, I agree, unfortunately. Hopefully he's able to get it together. Hopefully he's able to stay healthy. Um, I forget which one of the beat writers was tweeting out. Imagine Jalen Hurd, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. And we talked about it before. I mean, it's it's great in theory, but none of them seem to – they don't ever seem to be able to stay on the field at the same time for long. So that's where we're at. Um, hopefully he's able to, to come back from that. Um, no, I think – listen, there's – I'd love to see a lot of these weapons come back. And actually, I still want them to uh, bring back Jordan Reed. I think he could be valuable as a depth piece, and I don't think he's going to be very expensive. So, yeah, I definitely think that – you know, you want to see all the weapons possible. I know that we've been attached to Danny Amendola's name. People ask what I thought. He's getting older, but as a wide receiver three, you know, like a depth guy, sure, why not? If he's going to be cheap, they definitely need depth of the wide receiver position. They definitely need to address that at some point because they just don't have enough there at this point right now. Yeah. Uh, Vince Felice is asking about our thoughts on Minshew. We talked about it earlier, but if you missed it, basically – there's no point in, in trading valuable capital assets. Yeah. What I said was if they trade for Minshew, be prepared for Jimmy to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers in 2021. Mm-hmm. Because that's Most draft definitely. capital you could use to move up to draft a new one, to draft one of the rookies. And then you can ship Jimmy out and recoup, you know, that pick or whatever. So, yep. Also, while you guys are here, um, this podcast is out on Apple and Spotify. Do us a solid. Go and leave us a five-star review. We are trying to reach our goal of 55 star reviews. Um, and if you're, you know, obviously if you're tuning in right now via YouTube, subscribe. We're trying to reach you on subscribe as well. We got a couple goals out there. Um, we're gonna give away a 49ers jersey once we reach 2,000 subscribers. So hit that button and you could win a jersey. We've given away like yep. eight already. Yeah. Yep. Um, I actually, I actually do agree with Coach Timo too. That Jimmy's Jimmy with an improved line will play better. Um, and I do think so. Davis Mills is the draft crush right now. Um, he's had a couple of major knee injuries that give me pause, and I think that his ball placement can be a little off at times. Because when everybody started like, when everybody started looking at him, I started watching as well. Um, and yeah, I and I think his ball placement could improve. Um, that'll just come with more starts because I think he only started like 11 games for them. But I do think uh, I do think that he's a guy you definitely could look at in the middle rounds as, you know, a guy that maybe Kyle really likes and wants to groom. But I, at this point, like I said, I think I said it a couple months ago during the season, actually, um, don't go bargain basement shopping for a quarterback. If you really want to move on from Jimmy, get get one of the top guys, trade the draft capital. Again, they did a great job in free agency. So now they have less holes to fill. So if you can, um, you know, trade up and get a quarterback, then do that. Get the, like, everybody's talking about, oh, we should draft Mills. If I'm looking at Mills or I'm looking like Trey Lance, then I'd rather have Trey Lance. 
I'm looking at Mills or Zach Wilson. I'm going to give up the extra picks to go get Zach Wilson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just I, we haven't had a Hall of Fame quarterback in the building since Steve Young, and I think it's about time that we had another. Hey, man, I'm all for it. Um, the 49ers, they just – we've talked about this, and, and you said it perfectly. Don't go, you know, bargain, basement shopping, however you worded it. It's a very important position. You cannot do that. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous to me that – they could go this long without addressing it with a key or, or a high pick in the draft or a really splash free agency signing, which almost never work out, but they need to address the position. And, you know, I'm tired yep. of getting these clearance guys, no offense to any of them, but come on, man, you need to spend valuable pick to get a valuable player. And I mean, we're not going to get into the whole Deshaun Watson, you know, legal drama, but who knows? Maybe there's they appear from the reports that are still been coming out in the last few days that they're still yeah, they're in. still in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also an option, too. So I can't say yeah. that they're not trying because it does seem like they're at least trying. The more I think about it, though, the less I want Deshaun Watson. Not Explain. and not because of this stuff coming out. I'm just thinking about George Kittle's big money is going to start hitting next year. Like there's going to be more big money hitting next year. Deshaun Watson's cap number next year is pretty ridiculous. Like, why not start over with the rookie contract? It just the way and Colin Cowherd said this, and I absolutely agree with him. The way when he they signed Trent Williams to the deal that they signed him in and the way that his cap number is going to go, they're signing people on the roster with contracts that make you think they want a rookie quarterback salary to supplement that roster. And as we've seen, most of the quarterbacks that win Super Bowls win it on their rookie deal. You know, um, I just think that at this point, I think that, you know, I don't know. I, I think that Deshaun Watson's getting a little bit too um, – he's going to be expensive, not to mention in terms of capital and contract. So, yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. And, you know, we always said it's going to be pricey if they do make that move. But I prefer the draft. I, I would much rather prefer yeah. they give up some picks, move up in the draft if they need to. How about, and how about this? To- Go ahead. How about how about this idea? Trade up a bunch of picks, right? Go get your quarterback, round one. Trade Jimmy to New England. Recoup a pick. Spend that mid-round pick on Mills, and now you have two guys in there in case one doesn't work. I mean, you might as well. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like it. You can. I, I just, and, and, you yeah. know, the 49ers, they just – they need to do something, in my opinion. I, yeah. I just don't want them to see – I don't want to see them stand pat and just – do everything basically the same that they did this season and be surprised when it doesn't work out. Yeah. I, and here's the thing. And here's the thing. If they stick with Jimmy Garoppolo and he goes down again, the fan base is going to have a meltdown. And if, and if John Lynch wasn't on the seat hot seat before and Kyle Shanahan wasn't on the hot seat before they will be after that, because it's pretty apparent that, you know, for all Jimmy's flaws in terms of his playing, the, the biggest issue with him is that he just gets hurt. And if he gets hurt again, no good, man. The the fan base is just, I, I, I feel like we're going to have a meltdown. <laughs> we definitely will. Um, yeah. Melissa has a question here. No Jet and Tevin. Do we move on from vet running backs or should we move for one? Um, I think they'll do what they do. Usually they'll spend a late round pick on one or they'll get an undrafted free agent to come in. Um, I think they're, pretty comfortable with Raheem Mostert as a starter and Jeff Wilson as the number two. So anything else beyond that is they they're hoping is just for depth. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so. and they've lucked out with their undrafted uh, free agents of running backs. So I I don't think that they'll spend. Would you uh, pick. Would you bring Matt Breida back? You know, I I always like thinking about it. Yeah. Um, there was the uh, I forget his name. The what the undrafted free agent they signed this year that he got injured. I think in the Patriots game. Gosh, I, I'm forgetting his name. Is it Jermichael Hasty? He looked nice. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I forgot about Hasty. I like Hasty. He's got yeah. wiggle. Yep. He looked nice He's as well. So that's a good question, though. Damn. Looks like we got a super chat. Oh my god. Love you all. Nothing but Niners. My two favorite YouTube shows. Shout out to Nothing But Niners. Nothing but love for those guys. Thank you very yep. much. We appreciate you as always. Thank you guys. Always. We're going to be wrapping always. things up here shortly. So send in whatever questions you guys have. Um, and yeah, let's get this all wrapped up here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they can definitely go running back though if they want to. I don't know. Yeah. We figured out. I mean, Matt Breida, I, I never. I never disliked the guy. For some reason, a lot of fans injury were like, prone, strongly, dude. yes, no, don't get me wrong, very much injury prone. But a lot of fans had a lot of animosity towards that, that guy. You know why? You know why? Because the, oh, God, the, those, oh, man, can't think of the podcast name. Oscar Aparicio. Uh, better David. Rivals. Better uh, Rivals. Uh, better Rivals. They were always talking about the Brita train, and they do, like, the sound effects and stuff. And it's just, it's really off-putting sometimes when people hype up a guy and it's just like ugh, could we not <laughs> uh you melissa know? says didn't we get rid of brita because he had a drop probably because he was in shanty's doghouse yeah, i mean you're right we're not we're not bringing him back never mind yeah. what am i talking about this is a good question the cowboys basically said they're not going to bring back alden smith would you take a shot on him no okay that no. was easy <laughs> he had five sacks last year he's washed yeah, I mean nothing more than a backup, you know. He's gonna uh, be rotational. he's gonna be he's gonna be thirty two years old, um, and you know he always again there you always worry about those those personal issues cropping back up. We've yeah. seen it with Josh Gordon. We've seen it unfortunately now with Isaiah Wilson, who has all kinds of crazy stuff going on right now. Um, but yeah, Jeff Garcia wasn't a Hall of Famer. Rolls Royce. I was saying we haven't had a Hall of Famer in the building since Steve Young. Jeff Garcia was good for sure. I liked his style. Tough as nails, too. I saw that dude get hit super hard back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out Jeff Garcia. Grew up same town, same uh, elementary school, high school, college. That guy's like a legend where I live. His jerseys are framed in like every diner. Hey, did you did you have to look at all his trophies going through your high school? Yes. Look at how and he, good Jeff Garcia is. He came to talk to us routinely. When we used to remember assemblies, you remember assemblies? Yeah, yeah. We used yeah. to have assemblies, and he would oh, be like the, the keynote speaker. The the principal would just trot his ass out there to come talk to you guys about yep. life lessons and shit. Yeah, always like persevere, man. Look at me, I was in the CFL and now I made it. I know. Blah blah blah, all that stuff. Yeah, pretty much. You could be like me too one day. Cool. Also, while we're live, shout out to my brother Joseph. He made me my sweet 49ers hive mug. Thanks, bro. Super good. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's right, Gilroy. That's that's where I'm from. Um, and yeah, Brandon from Forever Faithful says I remember that we went to school together. So yeah, he definitely knows. Uh, Jeff Garcia is a friend of mine. We're having coffee next summer when he comes up to Calgary on his yearly visit. That's awesome, Coach. Uh, Co- wait, Coach. Coach, you live in Coach, you live in Calgary. 
I heard it gets cold up there, brother. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Yikes. California's part, I think it was about 68 today, and I was a little cold. Uh, yeah. Hey, we love having you, Melissa. Yeah, thank you, Melissa, very much. Just a heads up, everybody, I'm moving the next week, and Matt's got uh, a trip planned. We're going to try and still bring you a live show. We're not quite sure when exactly, but we will, we'll definitely put out the details on Twitter yeah. and on YouTube once we know for sure. <laughs> Pretty sure we're going again live on Saturday, though, right? Yeah, this Saturday, Be- yeah. Before I leave, yeah. yeah. Saturday, and then the first, that weekend, the third, the fourth. We'll, we'll know better when it gets closer, when we'll be able to set up again. Yeah. Uh, Coach Timo says, Bill Walsh said a long time when Jeff Garcia was coming out, he would have been great quarterback in the right system. He was solid for the 49ers. I like yeah, him. He, he was. He was. Um, he was. And then he went to the Browns and not good. Yeah. I mean, he was on uh, Philly when they had that. Was it Philly? I think he was on Philly when, when he took them to the, to the playoffs. And then he, I think he lost against the Saints. And that was like the Katrina year. I could be wrong. Sometime around that. Yeah. Steve says maybe a special guest. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We will. Yeah. Um, thanks, Melissa. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's all pretty much all I got left to do is finish packing up. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey coach, don't, doesn't, doesn't Brett Hart live in, in Calgary? The Hart family still live there? It's old throwback pro wrestling stuff. You and your wrestling. Whatever, bro. <laughs> part of my life growing up. No, it's cool, wrestling, man. man. It's cool. I love it. I just, I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable at all when it comes to. I knew like uh, the Undertaker, Triple right. H, Hulk Hogan, uh, Hulk. Uh, yeah, that that's a little before my time, but yeah. Hey, that was my time, bro. Kane, stop it, stop Kane. it. Okay, oh yeah, you know some, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was my era. Yeah, you know, you know. WWE, okay, okay, you know, you know. Yeah, I can't, I I can't with Hulk Hogan. I'm old, man. <laughs> yeah, Dang. Anthony. Anthony is still a part of the crew. He has his own yep. show, Perry's Points. Uh, it actually was on. It, it's every Earlier Wednesday. Today. 130, 130 yeah Pacific about a time. half hour so check out for anthony um anthony perry you can follow him on twitter yeah. um his handle i believe is anthony perry 925 if he changed it on me yeah, um, yeah. so yeah he was he in does, here earlier he's got his own he show yeah yeah yeah, yeah 1 30 p.m pacific time so i know coaches in calgary so just in case yeah every wednesday 1 30 p.m yeah, every pacific wednesday time. perry's points Harry's points. Oh, Kane was just inducted to the Hall of Fame today. What are the chances? Wow. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for us. I got to finish packing. I mean, if if we're getting into pro wrestling territory, I think we've run out of stuff to talk about for the minutes. So, yeah, we'll be back with you guys on Saturday, though. That's right. Yeah, Saturday. Um, Like I said, like this channel, like this video, subscribe to our channel, drop a comment, feeds the algorithm. Also, Leave five stars on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us there. Do us a solid. We're trying to reach our goal of 55 star ratings. We really, really appreciate it, guys. Go ahead and click the bell for notifications so you never miss another video and never miss another chance to watch us go live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Zach. A little early. That, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> a little premature on that, huh? Well, anyways, as I was saying... <laughs> We're going to leave that in, by the way. Uh, (laughs) I got nothing else, guys. Until next time, go Niners.